with us today is Zach Williams, and he is the star reporter reporting all this, all all the news that's fit to print in Albany for the New York Post, and he reports at it Monday through Friday, and he's on with us almost every Sunday. Uh, Zach Williams, uh, it's only a week to go for the budget. Is there going to be a budget? <laughs> well, there will be a budget, but it's just a matter of when. Now, we're entering that final stretch, as you said, to the April 1st state budget deadline, and the battle lines were really uh, drawn this week. You know, the governor held a press conference on Wednesday to highlight her push to overhaul bail reform right after progressive lawmakers themselves rallied at the Capitol with Latrice Walker, an assemblywoman from Brooklyn, who's a very prominent supporter of bail reform, saying, quote, the gloves are off. So it's just a matter now with uh, just a week again, again to that April 1st budget deadline, which side might give in, but more and more, it looks like we're going to have a late budget, and uh, we might not have one for weeks to go. Uh, understood. I mean, uh, uh, a lot of people are very emotional, uh, especially uh, when it comes to crime in our city, in our state, and uh, uh, taxes, and, and the amount of taxes keep going up, and the amount of uh, New Yorkers that are leaving New York, keep they keep leaving. And now I understand that uh, uh, they're going to go after businesses in uh, in New York. Besides, uh, uh, people don't know if they should zig or zag. <laughs> well, let's break it down a little bit here. So you know, all you know, the context of this is what some might call an almost uh, generational standoff between the legislature, which has Democratic supermajorities, very heavy with progressive lawmakers, and the governor also a Democrat, but relative centrist, if you will. Now, the governor is, has a couple fights going on. Yes, she's got to fight the progressives who want to raise the minimum wage higher than she does. She just wants to peg it to inflation. They want to boost it up to about 20 bucks and peg it to inflation. Of course, they oppose her on bail reform, expanding charter schools. But some of the biggest fight that Hochul has is with suburban lawmakers from both parties, really. You know, she has this proposal to raise the payroll tax, on businesses, that's really opposed by a lot of suburban lawmakers, especially Democrats. Remember, you know, a little over 10 years ago, where a similar move cost them some seats in the following election. Then there's her housing plan. You know, the governor is highlighting an effort to make 800,000 more units over the next decade. But the problem is, is how she's going about it. There's two parts. One of them would basically require higher densities within a half mile of any transit station, you know, LIRR, Metro North, that type of thing. And, you know, basically would, uh, you know, would, would nullify the zoning rules that would keep that from happening. And then another push that the governor is doing is to impose a 3% growth target downstate, 1% upstate, which means that they would have to increase each locality, town, village, city, would have to increase its housing units by 3% each year. Now, the governor, for starters, leaves it to the localities to figure out how to do that. But if they do not, and a lot of them don't want to, then she would have the state come in and basically give developers the permits and whatnot that they need to get the housing units built. You know, suburban uh, lawmakers and other elected officials are basically saying that this would be the end of the suburbs, at least in places like Scarsdale or Easter Bay, and they do not want to do it. They maybe would take the housing targets, but they do not want 
the you know kind of the stick with the carrot and state lawmakers, the Democratic uh, supermajorities, have basically sided with the suburbs on this and said, you know what, we're going to go all in with the carrot, throw more money at you to help you you know develop the sewer systems, that type of stuff, but we're not going to include that little bit I just mentioned about letting developers build anyways over local zoning rules. So there's a lot to handle there. But long story short, the governor has a couple fights on her hands, but, you know, it all gets back to the legislature and the governor, you know, who's going to emerge as kind of the top person here. Any other gut feeling? There's very seldomly an on-time, on-time budget. You know, April 1st is the budget deadline. Typically, you know, they still wait a little bit, you know, April 2nd, April 3rd. Last year was April 9th. The governor held it up that long for, for bail. But this year, you know, there's... Lawmakers kind of smell blood in the water. You know, this is all coming after that historic rejection of her court pick, Hector LaSalle, a couple of weeks back. And, you know, remember, supermajorities are not something you've seen in Albany very often. In fact, you know, not at all, really, except for a handful of times over the years. And if the Democratic supermajorities stay united, they can kind of do whatever they want. You know, the governor can hold up the budget. She can, you know, kind of dare them to shut down, shut down the government even. But if they have super majorities compared to a regular majority, in the end, they could win. But it's just a matter of them sticking together. But I think that there's a feeling in the Capitol that we're that this budget, these budget negotiations are going to go to the first or the third or even the ninth. They might go even further into April, maybe into May. And you got to keep in mind that Passover and Easter are all in the middle. That doesn't make things, you know, any easier to get a budget done that first week um, this upcoming month. So, you know, it's going to be a heck of a show. Albany is never boring this time of year. Zach Williams, uh, keep fighting because we have to save uh, New York. I love New York. And uh, God bless you and God bless America. Well, thanks so much for uh, having me, John. We'll talk again soon. Take care.